Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. The opinions expressed on this webmasterradio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of webmasterradio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the Internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Welcome to Domain Masters. This is a show where you learn to be the master of your domain. We discuss domains from many different perspectives, including the legal rights of owners and trademark holders, domain value and monetization strategies, how to utilize domains to drive traffic to your business or gain favorable position in the search engines, powerful tools of the trade and power players of the industry. Domain Masters brings it to you week after week right here on webmasterradio.fm. A new episode of Domain Masters can be heard on webmasterradio.fm Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. My name is Victor Pitts, and I'm your host. Tonight on Domain Masters, we're joined by the famed intellectual property attorney, Dr. John Berryhill. As we get a review of the Brussels ICANN meeting for key takeaways, discussion topics will include the new GTLD process, the XXX domain, and ICANN accountability. We're going to be right back with our show after a short commercial break. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEOfox link building report. (laughs) Sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is admedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. 
AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Stop sending pointless emails late at night to pretend you work harder than everyone else. When you should be working with the premier B2B on-air and on-demand podcast network on the web, webmasterradio.fm. Our team will customize your message to reach the affiliate marketers and merchants that access our network every day. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm for a consultation today. to Domain Masters. And you're still master of your domain. Yes! <laughs> master of my domain. Here's your host. Okay, welcome back to Domain Masters, where you learn to be the master of your domain. I'm your host, Victor Pitts, and you're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. Our guest tonight is Dr. John Berryhill. John is a, pra- a, a, a patent attorney practicing in Philadelphia, the cradle of liberty and the city of brotherly, brotherly love. John has represented domain name registrants and trademark claimants in numerous UDRP proceedings and federal court proceedings. John has been a longtime advocate for the right of domain registrants and ICANN working groups and task forces relating to intellectual property and other domain name issues and is a representative in the registrar constituency. Having earned his Ph.D. in electrical engineering, John had the subsequent misfortune to fall into the company of lawyers, but maintains a nerd's eye view of issues affecting technology and media companies interested in securing their rights and avoiding the legal traps laid by those in the legal profession who misspent their youth. And I want to give credit to uh, ICANWiki.org for that that wonderful uh, bio, John. So uh, welcome to Domain Masters. Well, hey, Victor. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. All right. So Brussels ICANN, as I understand it, was one of the largest uh, attended uh, ICANN meetings ever. And uh, all kinds of, uh, of, of people attended this, everything from the U.S. Commerce Department to the European Commission to uh, uh, Paul Tomei, who uh, former CEO, who's come in now as a civilian. And uh, so a lot was going on. Uh, tell us a little bit about what was, uh, what was it like, what was the atmosphere like over in Brussels this year? Um. It was, uh, you know, it was, it, every, every ICANN meeting seems to have its own mood. And uh, I, I think the, the, the mood of this one, uh, it was probably a little bit angrier than most. Uh, in, in Nairobi, Kenya, a lot of people were scared off because of security concerns. And this meeting, you know, being centrally located and easily accessible, uh, attracted a lot of the uh, nervous Nelly types that, uh, you know, generally uh, bring their fears with them into other areas. Well, what do you? Uh, there was a number of topics I know that are, are quite um, uh, heated and debatable. Things that that brings out uh, you know strong opinions in in many different respects. Uh, you know things such as the uh, .xxx TLD, new GTLDs, and in, in process or in, in general. Um, so, can you tell us from from your perspective what were the big topics that had people all uh, worked up in a frenzy over? Yeah. It, it, it's fascinating to me how uh, there seems to be a disconnect uh, between what people get worked up over and uh, what what really matters. And the, the overriding uh, the overriding theme of the last several ICANN meetings has been the new GTLD program. And ICANN is currently on its fourth revision 
of the draft applicant guidebook that will let set forth the rules that will uh, uh, define the new TLD application process. And um, at various points in time, you know, a, a number of sticking points have come up. But it's looking as if, by and large, consensus on, on most of those sticking points has, uh, has been addressed. The really contentious issue is uh, this uh, area called vertical integration. Um, there is a, an assumption that uh, every new TLD applicant is going to look just like .com in some respect. And uh, historically, one of the reasons for ICANN's founding was to break up the, uh, the original network solutions monopoly in the provision of both registry services and registrar services, which is something of an artificial division. But the concern is that um, if registrars become registries, then certain registrars will have more favorable terms of access to registering names in those TLDs uh, because they'll be essentially, you know, paying themselves the, the registry fee. And um, likewise, there is a concern that if, if registries uh, are able to obtain new TLDs and function as their own registrars, then the registrars will be, you know, cut out of that market entirely. Um, and so there has been a number of proposals for, you know, to what extent can a registrar have, have an interest in a registry. For example, you know, Affiliates, which runs .info, was originally uh, a consortium of several registrars that had gotten together to, to get the .info TLD. Uh, and I think even at the present time, there's a certain degree of cross-ownership uh, between network solutions and VeriSign, somewhere around the level of 15%. So the uh, ICANN board had been pressured uh, during the Nairobi uh, meeting uh, to, you know, basically by the community saying, we can't come to any agreement on, you know, how, how these businesses can be structured uh, relative to, you know, can I get a TLD, be the registry, run my own registrar, be the only place where you can register that domain name or not. And um, the board, when asked, uh, basically set a default rule, said, okay, well, there can be 0% interest uh, between registrars and registries. Well, no one's been really happy with that solution, and uh, a working group of community members was convened to come up with some kind of other answer to this. But what you've done now is you've taken basically people who you have prospective TLD applicants that don't have any interest in, uh, in, in, in registries or registrars, and they figure that if, if they can get a set of rules that sort of excludes the existing registry and registrar operators from applying for TLD, well, that'll be good for them. You got the registrars who want to be able to have an interest in running a TLD registry, but want to keep the giants like VeriSign, Affiliates, and New Level, you know, out of the new TLD business. And then you have uh, a number of competing concerns between companies like VeriSign, Affiliates, and New Level concerning the extent to which um, either registrars or registries can provide 
back end services to people who just want to apply for a new TLD and then contract with someone else to run the back end. Some registrars could run the back end, or some re- you know existing registries could run the back end. And the existing registries want to keep the registrars out of the back end registry business. And you know, if, if that makes sense to like even ten people listening to this program, you know, God bless them because one of the things that that participating in ICANN, you know, does to you is you can get very good at, you know, figuring out whether or not the GNSO WG on the uh, UDRP PDP is progressing, you know, at the same rate as the IRTP task force. Uh, <laughs> it becomes, you know, this <laughs> Hopefully they're taking notes as you're listening. <laughs> and, and, you know, while ICANN is constituted to serve the public interest, uh, it's not like any any public shows up at these things. Uh, you know, the room is populated by people, you know, who are serving their own interests. But I think that the, the vertical integration debate is probably the most interesting because it, more than anything else, is, is the resolution of the vertical integration issue is going to determine, you know, sort of the countdown to uh, the the final applicant guidebook, which some people are calling the FAG. Uh, but it's going to really, you know, be the last hurdle to get over. Uh, and it is believed that uh, among the mm, more or less the, the, the uh, among the various ideas on how to solve the vertical integration question, uh, there may be a, a common denominator of ideas that the board may itself adopt. After they have their, uh, they have a retreat coming up in September where they go off into the woods and get naked and run around and I don't know, smoke dope and, and, and figure out how to run the internet. And uh, they'll probably come down from the mountain with a distillation of what they think is the best idea. And then this uh, will get kicked around until about December, uh, which is the next ICANN meeting in uh, Cartagena, Colombia. And we could, you know, we could be looking at a final version around February. But I'll tell you, you know, the, the classic uh, commentary on new TLDs has always been add a year and a half to anybody's best estimate of, of when it would happen. I, I've, I've made a career out of winning bets by asking experts, well, when will, when will the new TLD process be available? And, you know, I've been asking that question since uh, the last round of new GTLDs back in the year 2000. And, and I haven't lost yet by saying it's going to be a little bit longer than you think it is. Um, now, so let me ask part, you, John, the best case then, if, if, if everyone, you know, reached a decision, you know, um, according to the schedule they're going to be meeting, you mentioned they're going away for their retreat in September, they reconvene and have a meeting in December, I think that's the one in Columbia, would it be yeah. uh, best case scenario, the Columbia meeting in December when they could possibly uh, come to some sort of uh, of solution to propose for this vertical integration question, and then does it have to be voted on, and and how much more time would it take after that best-case scenario for for this uh, new GTLD to actually be rolled out? I think you'll see a a coalescing consensus uh, that will be confirmed uh, after the board retreat in September and uh, that there will be very little shouting about it by the time we get to the uh, by the time we get to the December meeting. And so, uh, you know, if if we can get to very close to the final guidebook in December, then uh, I think any final tweaks will be done by February. 
And then I think the schedule is like a four-month communication period where ICANN is supposed to tell the world, hey, you know, there's a process for getting new TLDs. Uh, in case you haven't been paying attention, because, you know, like I said, paying attention to ICANN is like watching paint dry. Um, and then uh, I think there is a four-month period during which they will receive applications, which means, you know, on the last day of that period, trucks will be pulling up to uh, Marina del Rey with the applications in them. And then uh, the review process, I think the fastest anybody's going to get through the review process would be about uh, 12 months. So what am I, four months, four months, 12 months, that's 20 months. And then from the time that they actually got approved, finalized the contract with ICANN, I'd give that another three months. And uh, then I'd probably give them uh, hmm, six months to go live. Uh, probably a lot of them will have sun, trademark sunrise periods that will run, you know, for another month. So you're looking at a good, uh, you know, from December, you're looking at a good two and a half years before, wow. you know, anybody is, is going to be registering your new TLD. That's what makes wow. the triple X situation kind of interesting. Tell me about it. Because, because uh, in between the, the new GTLD round in 2000 and the one that they're contemplating, you know, starting sometime maybe early next year, uh, there was a sponsored TLD round during which uh, .tel was approved. Uh, you know, if anybody could figure out what that TLD is for, God bless them. Um, uh, I think uh, .mobi uh, yep. was, was approved in that round. Uh, dot post, which you don't hear much about, run by the International Postal Union. I don't even know if that's off the ground yet. Dot travel, dot jobs, which is having some trouble. Uh, and triple um, X, you know, the, 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 the cursed applicant of them all, the one that's going to, to destroy the world uh, or make the world a better place or have no real effect, depending upon what your opinion is, and everybody has one. Um, but what happened with Triple X was it was originally approved uh, by the ICANN board, uh, and staff was instructed to negotiate a contract. Contract negotiation consisted of the staff making a number of proposals and ICM registry saying, yes, we'll do that. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, and that was the negotiating process, and then uh, they came back to the board and said, here's the contract, and the board turned it down. And there, there's a lot of theories about, you know, how and why that happened. But bottom line is the, the, that board decision went into an arbitration, which lasted about, oh, what, a year and a half, two years. And the arbitration panel said that by denying the application a second time, ICANN had violated its bylaws. And so the issue here, you know, was not to really even reopen debate on the merits of, of, of the uh, TLD, whatever one might think of that. The issue here was what really should we do in light of the fact that a, an independent arbitration board told us that we were wrong to deny it. Well, I mean, the answer is kind of obvious and staring you in the face, but uh, it, it's kind of like, uh, you know, <laughs> they didn't want to say, well, you know, obviously then we should approve it uh, too easily. But uh, there wasn't a whole lot of uh, surprise. In, uh, in the board uh, deciding to uh, reverse its prior denial of triple X. But the interesting thing is, I don't think it's getting reported a lot, is that there are still 
a number of folks in what's called the Government Advisory Committee, which on the organizational chart is one of the little clubs within ICANN consisting of government representatives from around the world <laughs> that are really uncomfortable with it. And they don't want to go back to their governments and say, you know, I was part of a process that blessed porn. You know, that's really tough to do mm-hmm. when you're representing, say, you know, the Pakistani telecommunications ministry or something like that. Um, <laughs> so the, the, what the board said was, uh, we're going to have, we're going to, we're going to look over the, the applicant to make sure that they're still the same people and that they're still committed to the same contract that we turned down last time. And if that all checks out, we're going to accept advice from the Government Advisory Committee, which means, you know, I, I, at an outside, and I think there's some encouragement to folks in, the, in what's called the GAC. Uh, everything has to have a cute little abbreviation. Um, mm-hmm. You know, makes them think that if they can come up with some kind of a showstopper reason why this shouldn't go through, uh, that they'll be listened to. But I think really what it is is, is giving the Government Advisory Committee an opportunity to go on record to say, you know, we think this is a horrible idea, and we oppose it, and that the final ultimate approval of the triple uh, X contract will have an asterisk saying, you know, all these all these government representatives that have been, you know, uh, flying around the world with these things on uh, on various taxpayers' dimes, you know, weren't responsible for this and and absolve themselves of uh, of responsibility for what happens next. But yeah. the the fact that, that you know one of the things that, that, that that's been interesting is watching the race between the new TLD process and the triple X process because triple X as, as a sponsored TLD is going to be subject to all sorts of rules and restrictions. You have to be a bona fide pornographer, and um, you know it, it's really not going to be a generic TLD that I can just register. You know whatever I want dot triple X and. Uh, go off and put pay-per-click pages on it and sell it and stuff like that. It's, it, it's really not geared for that kind of thing because you, you do have to actually be a, a, a member of the community, you know, and there's, believe it or not, a definition of what constitutes a, a bona fide pornographer. Um, and only these people, once certified as such, uh, will be able to, uh, to register in the new TLD. So... You know, it, 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 it's not as bad as uh, as everybody thinks it is. Um, but you know, the the new TLD process won't have any restrictions. You know, on on the kinds of things that people can apply for. So if someone wants to go for you know a dot sex or a dot porn or, or or something like that, then they could end up getting a TLD that has fewer restrictions than triple X. But I think the relative wow. staging of things. And if things go as they're expected to, I think Triple X will be launching uh, in as early as January of next year. They'll get a you know a, a significant foothold in in that uh, in that market. Um, and right. like I said, it'd be at least another two and a half years from December before we see you know anything else coming online. But the thing that really occupied a lot of debate. Uh, well, before we get this? to that point, John, if Go I ahead. can break for just a second, we're gonna we got to break for a few commercials. Uh, when right. we return, you're going to hear more from uh, Dr. John Berryhill. My name is Victor Pitts, and you're listening to Domain Masters on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. 
Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. Wow, you aren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Hi, this is Joel Kamp. I want to take a moment to tell you about a revolutionary new theme for WordPress that's going to change the way you make websites. It's called the Socrates theme, and it is the number one WordPress product on ClickBank. You can see it in action right now at SocratesTheme.com. The Socrates theme has a ton of options for customizing your site, but what really makes it stand out is the ability to monetize your site instantly just by entering your ClickBank or AdSense IDs right inside the theme. That's right, there's no plugins needed. Go check it out now at SocratesTheme.com. Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the Ecom Experts. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, back to Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes, (laughs) master of my domain. Here's your host. Welcome back to Domain Masters, where you learn to be the master of your domain. I'm your host, Victor Pitts, and you're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. Tonight, we're joined by famed intellectual property attorney, Dr. John Berryhill, as we review the Brussels ICANN meeting for reviewed, or for key takeaways. And uh, I want to welcome you back to uh, the show, John. Hey, thank you, Victor. And the, I, I, listen I, I, the, I, I the, hope I'm responding well to all your challenging questions. <laughs> I have a tendency well, to I, ramble, I, but... I got one coming up, so uh, but I, I know that at the beginning of the show, we, we talked uh, about some of the key things that w- had people all worked up uh, at the SICAN meeting, and you, you certainly yeah. um, went in and, and gave us all an update on the prevailing issues regarding the new GTLDs, uh, specifically yeah. the uh, vertical integration question. And then uh, we started discussing about the uh, the XXX TLD and how it, it came in uh, as a sponsored uh, a sponsored TLD, um, and it's under a different set of rules, uh, which is, is an interesting contrast to some else it doesn't have to go through that same uh, process and, and jump through the same degree of hoops in order to come up with a um, some alternative version of a adult type of name uh, albeit they they have a longer wait ahead of them um, according to some of the uh, the schedule that, that you discussed earlier so we were uh, wrapping up on that that question or, or that line of discussion but you said there was another thing it really had people really contended in contentious mode at the ICANN meeting I'd love to hear more about that as well before we wrap our show and, and, and the way this works is is you know uh, when you were a little kid and you went to the circus um, 
you know, what was the one thing you were really looking forward to see at the circus? What was the one thing you really enjoyed the most when, 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 when you were little and came home and said, gosh, I like that part? You want me? You, you want you want me to answer that? Uh, 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 yeah, I'm just kind of curious. Did you go to the circus when you were little, or were you in it? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, for for me, it was the girl on the flying trapeze, but that was something different. But uh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, you started early on that, right? You yeah, know, yeah, I did. And, yeah. and no matter what's going on, there's always that one, you know, bright shiny object uh, that had your attention, and 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 what occupied, I think, reams of debate and discussion. And it has no relevance to, to anything, you know, substantive in terms of, of moving the schedule forward, was the draft applicant guidebook had this one evaluation criteria for new TLDs that they will be uh, determined whether or not the TLD would, would, would uh, uh, be offensive to morality or public order. And uh, nobody really knows what that means or, or what they're trying to prevent. And I think, you know, maybe some particular religious terms that, that, that could cause problems. Uh, maybe, um, you know, dot gay, uh, which, you know, is, is perfectly acceptable in some places and a hanging offense in other places. Um, and uh, the U.S. government actually came out in favor of just scrapping this idea of evaluating applications as to whether or not the TLB violates morality and public order, because this, these are things that can't be, you know, globally defined. Um, and, oh, people were just livid over this, you know. And, and, and at the end of the day, uh, you know, I think anybody that is going to, you know, spend $185,000 on a TLB application, and that's just, you know, the thin end of the wedge. There's even more than that uh, wrapped up in uh, preparing the application and getting it through the process and so forth. So, you know, you're, you're looking at sinking in, you know, some seven-digit figure in, into getting a TLD, you know, on, on something that's just going to irritate half the world. Um, I, I, I just don't see it as, as a commercially feasible thing, but, uh, you know, people like to get uh, distracted by... Uh, you know, something they think they understand and that everyone readily has an opinion about it, but at the end of the day, has, has, has absolutely, you know, no effect on, on, on how the DNS works, uh, or whether or not it's serving consumers. Um, but that was, that was, uh, the, 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 the big, you know, full-throated roar debate, uh, going on. The other interesting thing, uh, going on was it was, uh, it was beat up on Registrar's Week. Um, there is a, a, a contingent that has gotten it into its head that uh, if you if you want to change policies uh, in relation to domain names, rather than go through the ICANN policy process, uh, you can uh, persuade ICANN to amend the uh, registrar accreditation agreement. And these are the rules that registrars uh, have to follow. And uh, any of the listeners that follow uh, Circle ID know uh, there are folks who are convinced that, um, you know, any, any ill on the Internet, any problem on the Internet uh, can be addressed by, you know, putting the hammer down on registrars in some way to get them to conform. If, if there's a website somewhere that's doing something illegal, well, that means that they registered that domain name through a registrar, and thus that registrar is contributing to the illegality. And there are folks that want to put various uh, kinds of provisions in the registrar accreditation agreement, which, you know, in my opinion, and 
it's an expression. I don't know where it comes from. Um, that uh, you know, after we've destroyed the world, we'll, we'll probably end up saying we did it for the children. And um, you know, there are terrible, nasty, horrible things that go on on the internet. There are also wonderful, unexpected, uh, creative things uh, that go on on the internet. And whether something is is, is horrible or nasty or wonderful and unexpected, uh, you know, may depend on your particular, you know cultural background, uh, uh, where you are in the planet and where, where your country is in its, uh, in, in its development. And uh, the idea that, you know, it, it's one thing to, sit, to, for, to, to look at something like, uh, you know, child pornography and say, well, you know, if, if someone's breaking U.S. child pornography laws, uh, we ought to be able to just notify the registrar of that and have the registrar take it down, okay? But, you know, there are a lot of laws in this world, okay? Uh, there's uh, a number of countries. Uh, there's one particular Southeast Asian country that is a uh, constitutional monarchy, and any criticism of the monarch is a criminal offense. Uh, so, you know, does this basically mean that if there's a website somewhere criticizing the monarch of that country, uh, that the registrar for that name, wherever they may be, is contractually bound, you know, to take that site down. And I think that, that, that some of the thinking on uh, whether or not it's a good idea to make registrars, <laughs> domain name registrars, the world police, uh, the thinking on that subject needs to be elevated a little bit more because I think that can have some, some consequences that... Um, you know, we're probably not prepared to deal with. It'll also have, you know, costs that we're not prepared to deal with. Uh, I, I can't imagine. I mean, a domain name at, at a number of registrars is less than, you know, $10 a year. But I can't imagine how much staff even a small registrar would have to have if basically they are charged with, you know, enforcement of every law in the world. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's one thing when a legitimate law enforcement authority in the country of that registrar is able to say, you know, hey, I think there's something funny going on here, okay? Uh, a good example of that was someone who had registered names through ENOM. Uh, it was a Spanish gentleman. He was providing travel services to Cuba, which is legal in Spain, but he was using a U.S. registrar for his domain name. And the U.S. government, you know, said to uh, ENOM, hey, you know, we have an economic embargo of Cuba, and you're contributing to trade with Cuba. You have to shut those down. You know, that's, that's one thing. But I think when uh, private vigilantes, you know, basically want to be empowered to say, you know, I think a law has been violated somewhere, and you, registrar, if you don't shut this website down, then I'm going to report you to ICANN for, you know, not complying with your, your contractual obligations. That's a horse of a different color, and 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 you know, basically empowering every private vigilante on the planet uh, to uh, have that power to force registrars to um, you know take things down as a as a contractual condition through the registrar accreditation agreement uh, is is probably the thin end of a wedge 
uh, of which the, the fat end is, is, has consequences that I, I think are going to be very destructive and unpredictable. Well, John, listen, I appreciate uh, you being on the Domain Masters uh, episode tonight. Uh, there's so many more things I would love to talk to you about. Um, I know there was a lot more um, you know, things that were discussed there at the ICANN meeting, and I'm sure you, that uh, the two of us could go on for quite some time going over this. Yeah. But unfortunately, we need to uh, put a wrap onto the show so we can stay on to our schedule. But I do appreciate you being on the Domain Masters show once again, uh, as you have done in the past, and, and uh, bring in our listeners up to date on the, the highlights of the uh, ICANN media meeting. I would love to have you back again in the future uh, to continue this discussion and keep us up to date on, on those issues that so um, are not only of interest to us, but many of which uh, directly impact the way that we're doing business um, and, and you know, going forward in the future. So I do appreciate you being on the show tonight. Well, thanks for having me, Victor. It's always a pleasure. Well, folks, at this time, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, put a wrap on the show. I do want to update you that there's going to be a, um, a regional uh, domainers meeting uh, tomorrow night from the South Florida Domainers Group, who's going to be meeting uh, tomorrow night, tomorrow night being Thursday, the, uh, the 1st of July. Uh, there's about 60 people that are going to be attending, um, attending this meeting uh, up in Boca Raton at a restaurant. So if you're interested and live in South Florida or would like to participate in this, uh, go um, look up the uh, South Florida Domainers Group and uh, let them know that you'd like to attend the show. Um, other user groups throughout the, uh, throughout the country, uh, if you send me updates on what you've got going on, I'll mention those on uh, each episode of uh, Domain Masters as well. Uh, at this time, we'll come to a close of another edition of Domain Masters, a radio show where you learn to be the master of your domain. I'm your host, Victor Pitts, and you're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. All of our shows are archived at webmasterradio.fm, as well as podcasts on such popular locations as iTunes, Google, and Yahoo. Come back to webmasterradio.fm next week for another informative Domain Masters episode. Till then, best wishes, and I hope that you're each the master of your domain. Have a good night, folks. know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. 
Indeed.com. 